listeners, welcome to the last three thoughts of 2020. We instinctively know that how we spend our time every day will tell us who we're becoming. But how in touch are we with what we actually do on a daily basis? Do we even want to dig around in there? Most of us don't because there are some unsavory reveals. For sure there are for me. But today I'm going to help you do just that. This is not a typical year in review. It's a self in review called I Am Becoming. I created this so you could do it along with your regular year-end tradition if you have one, or if maybe it's your first go, it's an amazing way in. We're going to look at things like what do you have on autopilot? What do you spend your time doing or not doing? What trenches have you dug in 2020? We're going to let it all out in this honest and empathic look at yourself. So however 2020 treated you, this is a therapeutic way to let it go and to lay plans for who you're becoming in 2021. Let's do this. So you all know I love threes. I Am Becoming is a three-question review that you do over three spacious, non-stressy days. Don't worry about writing anything down because it's all in the transcript. I want you to give some weight and plan for this time because this is really important time that you're going to spend on yourself. So have a coffee or whatever hot beverage is your choice, Uh, light some candles, secure a couple of hours of uninterrupted time on each of these three days, and keep your mind as open and non-judgy as possible. That is number one. All right, so the first question is around inventory. What do you do every day that can teach you about yourself? So be curious, not critical here. And I want you to think beyond formal practices. Like if you go straight to, oh, I journal every day. That's awesome and it's gotta go on here. But practices aren't just virtuous things. So here I'm defining it as anything you do daily. Because anything we spend time on every single day has a lot to teach us. Do you mark up a calendar daily? Do you use apps or other systems? Do you uh, make a schedule and consult it for your kids? Do you look at your own calendar? Are you a social media peruser? Write it down. Are you a podcast junkie? I hope you are, but that counts. Are you a journaler? Maybe you're a reader, a photographer, a scrapbooker, a cook, a napper, an online shopper, someone who zones out with mindless TV or all of those Go in the inventory. If you do it every day, it's gotta be in there. These are the things that need examining. So it's important not to limit this to systems that you want to have or think would help you. We're looking for a full inventory of what's here now in 2020. So it gives you a truly accurate picture of who you were all year. And that means where you spend regular time. So you should have a decent list at the end of this. And I would call that a minimum. I can't imagine you wouldn't have 25 things. Maybe you have upwards of 50, big and small. All right, so once you have your list, I want you to answer this question for each item on it. How do I feel when I spend my time doing this? Maybe it's a clear, hell yes, I feel great when I do this. Put a plus by it. If you're not sure, question mark. If you feel anxious or gross or OCD about it, put a minus sign. And then you're gonna add a single word single word for how you feel when doing it. Now don't go nuts overthinking this, but do try to make it an emotion and feel free to repeat them. This is not about, this is not like a vocabulary exercise. It's 
It can be hard to distinguish between thoughts and emotions. That's still very tough for me. But uh, let's say I have, I'll give you an example. I have social media on my list and I write fun next to it as my feeling. Well, that's not really gonna help me much. I need to get at the layer underneath, which in my case for social media, it would be uh, avoidance disguised as fun. And actually, truth be told, even avoidance isn't the emotion. There's one underneath that, which is fear of doing what I need to be doing, but instead I'm escaping. Let's do another example of a positive one. If I have meal planning, as something I do every day with a plus, and I write productive next to it, well, I'm missing the mark again because meal planning actually makes me feel spacious. So for this first round, unless you're super adept at teasing out emotions from thoughts, just do your best to question yourself with that word that you choose next to each of the actions. Is that an emotion or a description? Is it really how you feel? That's what you want. All right, so now we're gonna code each of these by time spent. So super easy, put an up arrow or a down arrow to indicate how much time you spent on these actions in 2020. A dash would be you you feel like you spent just the right amount of time. Up arrow is too much time spent on it. Down is not enough. Now, best part is you put this list away. Do not look at it for the rest of the day. Try to go 24 hours. This was a lot of work and you might already be shocked at some of the things that are on your list and you need a break. Okay, day two, you're back. So today is about revisiting. Your question is, what lights you up and what pulls you down? Take out your list and go over it. The first thing you wanna do is just scan it because guaranteed somewhere on that list, you're gonna be thinking like, I was crazy when I wrote that. What, <laughs> what does that mean or does it even matter? So there's some of those on there probably. I want you also to think, was I honest? That's the most important. So does everything look right on here? Maybe some things need adjusting. Take care of that first. All right, now we're gonna highlight so however you wanna do that, you can circle, underline, I use an actual highlighter. Highlight the actions you've taken that have been part of or led to an experience that you're proud of. Maybe you behaved in a certain way that you wanna do more of, or maybe you took an action that led to an experience, like I said, that made you really proud or happy. Example, uh, meditating helped you be less bitey with your kids in 2020. Awesome, highlight that. And then you're gonna put an X next to what you want to let go of. Now, there's a big kind of warning, flashing yellow light, flag, stop, hang on. The Xs don't mean these are bad things. These are actually where a lot of the gold lies. So let me explain this. So let's say you've put an X by, you feel guilty about not moving your body daily. So you've been too sedentary. Well, you don't want to forget about that one and not have it make it to your I am becoming board. It's got to make it. That is a keeper so you can work toward it. Another example, if you feel, uh, let's say, depleted or exhausted from spending too much time with a family member who has a negative outlook. So every day you talk with or see this person, that's one to keep too because you want to become someone who is either more patient with that person and or probably someone who draws better boundaries in a loving way. The point here is that you're gonna be left with a picture of what makes you feel alive in some way, what lights you up and what drains you. 
So the things that are really draining need to be changed. The things that make you feel alive are what you want more of. And notice, I did not say what makes you feel good because you've got to take a long look at the ones that make you feel uncomfortable or afraid. There is gold in there. Some of the ones with a minus next to them might just be the key to unlocking parts of yourself that you want to become. I'd actually wager to say that most of them lie there. So don't be surprised if your list is not getting sloughed off or narrowed down. It might even grow bigger as you think of more. There's a a book called Surprise, and I love something that they've said in it. They said, we feel more comfortable when things are certain, but we feel more alive when they're not. We want to become the most alive we can, right? So the goal isn't to narrow this down, but to take stock of who you are so you can decide where you're going. Pluses and minuses both have value. They both feed your curiosity. They challenge your limits. They require you to step up. They bring you maybe in a more specific sense, closer to your kids, or they allow you to take guilt-free naps in the middle of the day. Whatever purpose they serve, they are all teachers. But most of us never get to the point of looking at them like we are here today. All right, again, you've done a ton of work, put the list away, 24 hours, and then you're gonna come back. Day three is about invitation. Your question is, who am I becoming? On a clean sheet, I like to use uh, the big sticky flip chart, um, poster board size. They're huge. I put them on the back of a door, like on a wall in my office. But get one, whatever you want to use, but you know, get something that you can write a good bit on. And at the top, write, in 2021, I am becoming, in huge letters. And then you want to, once you're done with this, you want to copy the heck out of this thing. So the, the places that these kind of things, these important things show up for me are in my journal, in a flip chart poster that's in my office somewhere, in my notes on my phone, and in a Google Doc. So at least four places I've got these things so that I'm more likely to look at them and remember them. And the way that you want to write on this, at least the way that I feel like it works best, because we're going to use both the left and the right side of this kind of as real estate. So I turn it horizontally. So just that I have more room to do a clear left and right side. So if you've put your Amplify ones down on the left, I'll show you how this is going to work in wording in a second. And then uh, on the right side, I'll tell you what goes there in a second. So now look at your actions and feelings. Those ones that you want to amplify, the ones you recognize as the squirmy calls to action, and the ones that you want to minimize or let go of. I think the ones that you want to do more of should be pretty obvious to you. But we need to talk about the ones that are uncomfortable, you know, that you think that you want to let go of. Those need a little bit more attention because you might think at first, well, I'm not going to put those in my on I am becoming board because I don't want them around anymore, but they can usually be turned into goals. So here's an example. And that's, again, these are the ones where if they make you prickly, there's a reason for that. Maybe a let go is an old story you tell about yourself. Like for me, one of them was I'm a procrastinator. So on my list that I had made at the beginning, that would have shown up as something like um, something that I do every day as I procrastinate on my creative work. I would have had a minus next to it and a big old up arrow for spending too much time procrastinating. And the feeling that I'd have written next to it would be shame. 
So you'd think, well, why would I put that on my I am becoming board? I, I don't put it in those in, in those words. I have to flip it. So this is a sleeper gem that needs to be on my list. What I'm going to do is I want to let go of the story that I'm a procrastinator and replace it with I'm becoming a finisher. What's the opposite of procrastination? Someone who finishes things. Okay, so that's on my left side. I'm becoming a finisher. And that came from one of my let goes. Now on the right side, I want to list evidence of even one thing that I did. One action I took in 2020 that shows me, that proves I'm a finisher. I hit an important deadline at work. Well, guess what? That might sound small, but bam, I just told my brain that I have precedent for being a finisher. I know how to do it. So the door is now open for me to do more, to do it again, to improve it, maybe to fall flat on it. But the point is that I am taking action. They could be tiny, but very mighty steps. And the best thing is that they're right there in black and white to show you how to continue the practice. Remember, things you focus on expand and things you resist persist. The next step after you take a long look at who you were in 2020, what lit you up, what depleted you, and what you want to bring forth and amplify in 2021, you can start thinking of how to achieve these ways of being. Let's say you want to become more emotionally expressive. Ask yourself, how might I become that? So that turns up on your sheet as, I am becoming more emotionally expressive. And then you can list one thing that you did that helps you get there, that helps you become that. Maybe it's, I asked for help from someone that I know that does this really well. Or maybe it's, I found an amazing book or podcast on the subject. Great. Or I tried it in real life. All you need is one step to take more steps. So one of the immediate results you should experience is an energy exchange. Not just from these actions that we're trying to let go of, like uh, surfacey ones, like replacing social media with napping or walking. We can all do that or at least express that pretty readily. We're trying to go deeper. We're trying to replace perceptions of what we are so that they can also shift. I'm becoming a walking meditator. I'm becoming a letter writer. I am becoming less reactive. I am becoming comfortable with silence. I am becoming an emotionally attuned partner. It's truly, it's basic science that when we let go of one energy source, we are free to engage with another. You've already done the work. You've decided what produces aliveness in you. And remember, that's not just warm, fuzzy, excited feelings. It's the scared feelings too. It's the fear I can't think of anything that makes me feel more alive than being scared shitless. Do not underestimate that. So imagine what it will feel like to turn up those dials on the daily because who doesn't want to do more of what makes them feel elated and alive? And who doesn't want just that butterfly feeling of taking a chance and being courageous and taking steps? As to the how, it's impossible to know what works as a way in for each person but you got to start somewhere. So if you're doing some of these things already, like you've tried meditation, you've tried journaling, some of these more obvious ones, you've tried expressing yourself and they don't work, pivot and try a new tactic before you abandon the method or the principle. If you're too rigid about journaling, this happened to me for a long time. I had to really learn how to use it. Stop doing it and see when 
or if it calls you back and what kind of writing you actually wanna put in it. So some suggestions, both big and small, things that might end up on someone's I am becoming list, just as an example to start painting a picture for you. I am becoming the person who says, I'm sorry first. I'm becoming a parent who listens without judgment to her kids. I'm becoming a creator who puts work into the world every day. I'm becoming more patient and less reactive. I'm becoming an organized person. Okay, some big and small resources to aid in your becoming. One, journaling. It's not a necessity, but truth be told, the best journaling practice is the one you do. So you got to allow trial and error. I know I really did. Uh, I tried blank books, lined books, dated books, until I found two things that I really like. One is, I'll link to these, but one is called Passion Planner, which is like a combination between a date book, uh, a doodling book, there's space for question asking, there's space for creativity, and then it has short and long-term goals. It's like everything there. Motivating quotes, it's amazing. I highly recommend it. And it's a beautiful book besides. The other one that I use is just a plain notebook with graph paper on the inside, like those small squares. It just helps me write straight. <laughs> and it's uh, by Minimalism Art. Kind of looks like a moleskin, in, but they have beautiful bright colors. And I love the yellow ones. So, you know, just find a color you love or a design that you love. And I also love Papermate pens. They are part of my journal obsession. I use the felt tip flare in black medium, and they are like scrumptious to write with, and they make me want to write and write and write and write. So find something like that for yourself if you're into pens and paper. You can also try writing at different times of day. So again, try not to be really rigid. Allow stream of consciousness. Allow yourself to write one word, one sentence, but just try it every day for a week and see what wants to get on that paper. It might be feelings, or you might start posing questions to yourself and answering them. I do that. (laughs) Maybe you doodle or draw. I just wouldn't let it dilute into a to-do list. But other than that, no rules. All right, another one, mirror reflection. It's exactly what you think it is. Look at yourself in the mirror, literally, for 30 seconds a day with a warm smile. No words necessary. If you end up talking, you end up talking, but you don't have to. The biggest thing is that there's no judgment. So you're just trying to smile at yourself for 30 seconds. It's gonna be insanely uncomfortable and it will also quickly start unlocking what could be years of autopilot where we just haven't considered ourselves, much less looked upon ourselves the way we might a child or a great friend or a pet or a loved one. It's really intense and it's important in becoming kind to ourselves. I would say that should probably FYI, be on everybody's I am becoming list. I am becoming kinder to myself. Please just put it on there just to humor me. All right, make a vision board. So this is a concept I hated for so long until I made one that completely manifested huge things in my life. And I will never, ever throw this piece of paper away. And it's different from the I am becoming. It's more of a be, do, have kind of layout. So for mine, you can do it however you like, of course, but at the top, I wrote the mission of in kind. That was what my focus was. And then three sections called I do, I am, I have. 
And then a separate board for I know. I know meaning people I know. So in I do are things like I producing kind twice a month. In the I know board, it has photos that I've <laughs> printed out in color, kind of serial killer style of people I aspire to surround myself with. And I will say that even on the I know board, I've come within inches of connecting with two of the eight people. That's a good ratio on it in 2020 thus far, like sort of orbiting these people. So in the middle of the board was a mistake. It started out as I wrote something that I that I had to cross out. And then I was pissed because I was like really invested in the board and I didn't want to, it looked really beautiful everywhere else except for right in the middle. So I made it into a hot pink heart and it's coincidentally just the size of my hand. So when I close my office door, the board is right there on the back and I put my hand over that heart and I read it all out loud. And I'll tell you that this shit works. It's what you focus on expands, what you resist persists, it works. I should do a whole episode on evidence of that, but you've gotta just trust me on that. The things that are on there are left and right. I'm checking them off. I have linked to a few other year in review tools. If this one doesn't strike your fancy, these are trusted people and mentors who have developed tools that I love. Uh, plus an adjunct fear setting exercise from Tim Ferriss. It's not a year in review, but he I think he does it quarterly. That one is really the most natural partner for the I am becoming because it's gonna get at the fears that lie below most of those squirmy emotions and inertia that caused our X's and our minuses. So if you take anything away from today, I hope it's that the exact way that you do this really isn't important. I've outlined steps and maybe you wanna follow those steps to the T, maybe you wanna jump around and pull what seemed relevant for you. But the point is to look, to take stock, to gain awareness of what we do and how we feel on a daily basis. Because we can't shift anything until we're aware of it. You're gonna wanna mull over your 2021 I Am Becoming board for a bit. And please, please let it be flexible. It will grow, shrink, morph over the year because guess what? As you become, you change. So this is not a set it and forget it exercise. I hope you leave with some ahas on how you're showing up and how you want to show up as your future self. A lot can happen in a year. This is an intimate way to show yourself deep empathy and compassion. And I'm really glad that you're going to take the time. Happy New Year, and I'll see you in 2021. Hey, one more thing before you go. If you or someone you know is ready to let go of something, let's make it happen. Set up an introductory call with me at inkind.buzzsprout, that's B-U-Z-Z sprout.com. To listen, just search for Inkind on your favorite podcast player. 